Welcome and thank you for downloading the Trinity Now podcast, recorded live from Trinity Church of Weston Chapel. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at trinitychurchnow.com. Now, let's join Pastor Dave. Open your Bibles, please, to uh, Psalm 139. Psalm 139, and we're going to read verses 1 through 6. If you would follow along with me, please. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my laying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you just for the opportunity to be here today to worship you to know that you're with us. And then, Father, to open your word together and to know that that is precious in your sight. Lord, be with us. Watch over us. Open our hearts. Open our minds as only you can. Father, may through it all, may you be glorified. And I pray this in your most, most precious name. Amen. You may be seated, but please leave those Bibles open. You know, um, uh, Psalm 139, you might think of as being um, kind of a strange um, scripture to read on Mother's Day. Yeah, I I would probably agree with you. I look back at at ones that I've done before, and and, I've done them about Mary and and Hannah and Jochebed, and that was Moses' mother. And, you know, I've talked about all of them in the past. And, and every one of them is, is a great example of, of motherhood, um, of drawing a picture of, of your mother, of mothers, in, in period. Um, those, those three ladies, Mary, Hannah, Jacobed, were all were all great examples. And you could draw a picture of each and every one of them. And, and you would see something wonderful. Guys, what is, when, when you look at Mother's Day, um, when, when this day comes, what picture do you draw of your mother? What, what comes when, when this day comes? What do you think of? What picture? What picture do you draw? And, and you know, you can draw it of, of your mother. You can draw it of, of all mothers, of what your perfect example was of, of a mother. You can, you can do all that. But, you know, the thing is, and, and, and what I've found in, in the past, is that any time you ask people to do something like that, um, everybody draws a different picture. There's something different about each one of us. Um, I thought last night was, was, was excellent um, and because it, it, it drew us all together. 
You know, it, it, isn't, um, uh, it isn't that everybody there had been a mother. Many weren't. But everybody had been a daughter. You know, er- everybody had a mother. Um, er- there, was, there was a common bond. You know, we draw together in, in, in church on a, on a Sunday morning, and, and we all come together, and, and what is it? Is I, I hope that, that coming together on a Sunday morning isn't just to see, just to see your friends. Uh, it's, it's a good reason to come, but there's a common bond here that brings us all together, and that common bond is Jesus Christ, you know? And, and, and it is Christ, and, and, you know, everything in your life... Everything in your life, when it starts with Christ, he makes it better. The gatherings that we have, if it's done in Christ, even if it's for, you know, Mother Day, Mother's Day or, or um, Potluck Sunday, um, if it's for anything that we have here in the church, if it's for a meeting that we have in the church, if we do it... As we, as we come together, we do it first and foremost for Christ. He is the one that we're serving. Think of him as being, think of him as being with you today because he is. He really is. And, and so I, you know, I draw on, on Christ. I have to. We were sitting, we got back uh, last, last week from uh, being in New York because my mom died. And, and we were sitting at the table last uh, Sunday morning, and uh, the, the, the dinner came up, the, the mother-daughter banquet that we were going to have. And I went, oh my gosh. <laughs> Next Sunday is Mother's Day, isn't it? And Shirley said, Yeah. And I went, that's too soon. That's, that's too quick. We can't, know. that can't be that, that soon yet. But, but you know, guys, it, it, we all come together um, for, for this purpose today. But it's, this is really, this is about moms. But it's about moms w- with Christ in their lives. Do you know, because it's Jesus this is, this is what it's all about. And, you know, life has, has a cycle. I, so many of you out there, um, you know, with my mom just passing away, now I fit in with, with so many other people who are here because their moms have all passed away. We have, something, we have something in common. We have something to look at, something that we can draw on Christ with, with Christ. And, and, you know, life has a cycle. This is supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen. My mom's with the Lord. What, you know, I, I remember when, when uh, Ed, uh, the, the family all got together um, on, on the viewing last, last Sunday. No, two Sundays ago. And, and I prayed. And we, all, we were all together holding hands and, and we prayed. And, you know, uh, it, it came to mind. I could never call her back. I wouldn't if I could because I know where she's at. You see, and, and because I know where she's at, how could I call her back from that? Do you want to know why Jesus wept with Lazarus? <laughs> you know, because he was calling him back from something that is beautiful. He's calling him back. And, and you know, you wouldn't want to do that. You know, it's, listen, life has a cycle. We're supposed to go through this. 
It's, it's, believe me, it's to lose a child or something like that. I, I think that's, that's not supposed to happen, but it does. But it would be so tough, you know, to, 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 to lose a child. You know, this Mother's Day thing is something that I want you to, I don't know if you saw it. Golly, if you missed this one, you missed something just tremendous. Because when I think about Mother's Day, I think about that, that woman in, in the Baltimore riots. Wow, um, mother, mother of the year type thing. Um, as, as she, you, you watched her on TV, <laughs> all, these, all these kids, they're all facing um, uh, cops in riot gear, you know, and, and everything. And they're not afraid of them. They're picking up stones. They're picking up bottles. They're picking up everything they can get their hands on, and they're throwing them at them. But all of a sudden, a mother walked into the middle of them, and you see them scatter. So let me tell you where the power is at here, guys. <laughs> she, she went after that kid. She went after that kid, and she smacked him. She, she, she laid one across his head that Ajax wouldn't take off. And, and, and he, starts, he starts trying to get away from her, but he was afraid to run from her. You know, you've you got to look at that and you've got to say, wow, go lady, you're, you're awesome, you're awesome. And you know, what, what was it? She was getting him away from danger. That's what it was. Was she mad at him? Yeah, she was probably mad. Yeah, she was mad at him. But she was afraid. She was scared. This is, this is her baby that, that she was going to, to get out of danger. That's what she was doing. She was scared to death that, that he was going to do something and, and that, she could, that she could lose him. Don't get between mama bear and her cub. Don't do that. There's, there's nothing that would be scarier than, than, than getting between that. But it, was, it, it wasn't just what she was doing. It was, it was looking at those around her to see a mother in action. It was a mother in, in action. She didn't raise him that way. She didn't expect him to be doing that. But it, it's, it's almost like pulling your kid out of the middle of the road who's out there playing, you know, What's the first thing you do? You, it scares you to death, and you run out there and, and uh, okay, you run out there and, and you, you grab them, and, and what's the first thing you do? Yeah, right in the pants. You know? Is it because you're mad? <laughs> Is it because you're mad? No, you're scared. You're scared. I didn't raise you that way. I didn't raise you to get hit in the road either, you know? It, it, but, it, it's, but that's... That's what you do. There's a fear. What she did, she did out of fear and she did it out of love. But let me tell you something. That young man, he'll remember that for the rest of his life. The rest of his life. And he's not going to look on it in a negative way. You see, when, when he draws a picture of his mom, that's that's the picture he'll draw. He'll draw a picture of a woman who would stand at the gates of hell to get him away from it. That's, that's the picture. That's the picture he's going to draw. And it'll be awesome. It'll be an awesome, awesome picture. You see, I'll bet the, the picture he draws of mom will be, my mom would, would do anything for me. She'll do anything for me. She'll, 
She'll stand in the face of danger for me. Dads. Dads. Well, (laughs) dads. We do things differently. Dads are more of a mom mom will get in there and she'll go through anything to get you out of that. Dads will say, well, you got yourself into it, now get yourself out of it. You know, um, you bonehead. You know, you, this, is, this is what, and, and I'll tell you what, if you end up in jail because of what you did, then good. You sit in jail overnight and you think about what you did. Um, but, you know, just to be, and, and, and we're all like that. Us guys are, are, are like that. But you see, that's why Mother's Day, you can't get into the restaurants is because of that difference in the love. Um, uh, you can't get into a restaurant with, on Mother's Day. On Father's Day, it's here, have a steak, throw it on the grill, Dad. You know, and, and there is. There's something, there's, there's a difference there. But there is something about that love and, and what, what, a mother, what a mother would do to keep that baby um, out of danger. Something special, isn't it? It's something special. See, uh, um, I had a chance, actually we had a chance, Shirley and I, to, um, to go to New York. And uh, my brother had called me and said, Mom's getting kind of bad. Um, if you want to see her, you need to come up here. And so that's why on that Sunday, three weeks, four weeks ago, however, um, we, we decided to drive, but we threw everything in the car and left the next morning. Praise God for Justin. I'm, I kid you not that I've got someone that I can rely on like that. But, um, but we got up there. And, and Mom was in the hospital, and... and um, and I had, yeah, I had a chance to talk. We had a chance. And, you know, we've lived down here in Florida for, for 30 years. And, and, uh, um, and Mom and Dad used to live down here, but they moved back north. Don't, don't, I have no idea. There's things about them I just I don't understand. That was one of them, but they moved back up. Maybe, wait a minute, we moved down and they moved back up. Hold on, there's something going on here, but I, I don't... But I'm the youngest of three boys. Um, yes, I'm the baby. I'm the baby. My brother, my brother said, yeah, I used to be my oldest brother. He says, yeah, I used to be number one until you became a pastor. And then... <laughs> That was cool. and, and, you know, and, and this is what happens with, with kids. The youngest one gets away with everything. And it's not that we got away with everything. It wasn't that we were clever. It's just that by the time the youngest one comes along, mom and dad are just tired of the fight. Go ahead and just go do what you want to do. But, but I, I am the youngest of the three boys. I, I am, um, and I, this is what I found out when I talked to mom this, this, this uh, last time was that I was the unexpected one. <laughs> well, here's, here's the reason. Um, my, my, the middle brother, um, he, uh, <laughs> he was one of those babies that, that was flipped. Um, no, no, he wasn't breached. He, was, he, he, he slept during the day, 
and he was awake all night, and he never changed. I mean, Mom was so worn out by the time he finally decided to to uh, uh, get back on the on the on the up and up uh, with his sleeping habits and all of that. She was completely worn out, and and she said, "That's it. There'll never be another one. That's it." <laughs> she told me. She told me. She says. Your father was in the kitchen and he was eating this snack. He had some kind of a dip there and he was eating some crackers and all that. And I walked in and I took a look at that and I got sick. I knew I was pregnant. And so, <laughs> so you weren't supposed to be here. Wow, thanks, you know. It's, uh, I guess um, they, should have, they should have called me, rather than Dave, they should have called me, oh, good grief, not another one. But, but that's... That's what, <laughs> that's what it was. My, uh, mom, mom, you know, as she grew older, and she was, she was 92 years old, um, when, you, when, you get to be, when you get to be her age, um, a lot of times your filters go bye-bye, and, and she, was, she, could, she would just about be able to say anything and not blink an eye, and... and, and when she was in her assisted living, um, she a lot of times said things that my mom never would have said before. But she was, you know, she was such a she was a very very loving uh, loving mother. She was she was an awesome mom. I I consider myself to be very fortunate to the fact that I had awesome parents. The wisdom that was there was unbelievable. And it wasn't like they kept giving me wisdom after wisdom after wisdom. You know, sometimes the most wisdom that you can give to kids is not to say anything, but to kind of let us work things out. And, and they always knew when to say something and when not to. But, you know, you know I realized, like I said, that, that Psalm 139 is not a scripture that we normally read on Mother's Day. But it was highlighted in my mother's Bible. And um, last week, I just couldn't do it. Um, guys, you know, I, here's, here's something. I hear people say it a lot of times. A lot of, a lot of people in church will say this. I'd go on a trip, but, you know, what am I going to leave the kids? Uh, you know, what am I going to leave them? You know, I'm spending their inheritance. I'm saying, you know, do you want to know something? I have my dad's Bible in, in, the, in my office. And he's written in it. And he's got things underlined in it. And you know something? That is the best gift I ever could have gotten from him. Because that was something that he took and he sat and he read and he wrote in. And so it, it's, it's my, my brother's got my mom's Bible. And, and I, I don't have that, but, I, but he... But he showed me this, this one. And this was scripture that, that, she had, um, uh, that she had underlined and that she had highlighted. And, and that it, it really, it meant something to her. So listen, you want to leave something for your kids? Leave your Bible. If, if, if you bring your Bible to church, and, and you know you should. I know we put it up here, but guys... Carry that thing with you. You know, and, and, and 
and write in it. Write your thoughts in it. You know, that, that book is, is your communication with, with, with a God who knows your name. It's your love letters, his love letters to you. Don't be afraid to write in there. And, and when that day comes that that Bible goes into somebody else's hands, they're going to have a part of you that they could never have in any other way. Do it. Do it. That's an order. That's an order. But it means something. It really does. But, you know, looking at Psalm 139, and I, I do, I realize it's not the normal, but that's why I'm reading it today. And I want you to think about it, but I want you to listen to this again. I want you to listen to this. This is David. This is David saying this. He's, he's, he's in the temple. This is someone that was, that was written or was, was given to the musician. It would have been a song, but it would have been David in the temple saying, saying these, these words. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path. Am I laying down? You are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. You know what I'm going to say before I even say it. You know it. You have hedged me from behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is, is just, it's such knowledge is too wonderful for me. I can't attain it. I can't understand it. I can't, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine a God who created the heavens and the earth knows the next words that are coming out of my mouth. He knows when I'm mad and he knows when I'm going to say something. He knows when I would love to reach out and take back what I, was gonna, what I said. But he already knew I was going to say it. Who is this God? Who is this? You see, and, and, and I'll tell you, I, I know... I know when mom underlined this because it was a large print Bible and she couldn't see when she was staying here. And I took one of the Bibles out of here. Okay, I'll pay you back for it. But I took one of the Bibles out of here and, and, and I, I took it over and I said, Mom, here, you can read this one because it's large print. And so she would have done that when she was, when she, well, I don't know, that's when she got the Bible. It's probably when she, when she underlined it. How does someone who is 92 years old, um, you know, what did that verse mean to her? What do those verses mean when she read that? What, is that? what does that mean? You know, mom was ready to go home. She wanted to go home. And she told me any number of times, why am I still here? Why am I here? She said it to her doctor, and he says, well, you're still here because you got a good doctor. <laughs> you know, <sighs> But she said, why am I still here? My friends have all passed away. Why am I here? God knows her. God knows her. He knew what, what she was thinking. Let me tell you something else that she said. She says, my friends have passed away so long ago, they probably think I went to the wrong place. <laughs> <sighs> you see, Psalm 139 says that God knew exactly 
how my mom felt. He knew exactly who she was. He knew every aspect of her life, all 92 years of it. And he loved her. And he loved her. And you know something, guys? He knows you that well. He knows you. You see, I feel sorry for anybody who thinks that God isn't personal and doesn't really care about you. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for an agnostic who who thinks, yeah, God's there, and that that's it. That scripture blows that argument right out of the water because he knows me. He knows my sitting down, my rising up, which means he just generally knows. It's what they do in the Old Testament when they're trying to, trying to explain to you that he knows your daily life. He knows my sitting down. He knows my rising up. He knows the next words out of my mouth. He know, How could a God be this way? But he is. And, and, you know, moms, moms, you need to know something. You need to know that in all that you do, in all that you go through, because there are times when motherhood is, is one, of the, one of the hardest jobs going, and, and you know that in your frustration, he knows you. He knows you. He knows how difficult it can be. He knows, he knows what's in your heart. He knows it. He knows it. He created you. He knows it. And he loves you deeply. He does. You see, the gifts and the talents that you have as a mother, God gave them to you. Come on. No guy can do the job of a mother. You can't do it. You can't. But it's, it's who you are. The sacrificial love that comes from a mother, they write songs about it. Listen, sacrificial love was invented by God. That's where that comes from. He created you. He created you as mother. He loves you as mother. But who you are is that image. You see, my mom loved me. She did. She loved her family, and she loved the Lord. And that means... That means that I'm going to see her again. I will. I'll see her again. That's the picture I'd paint of her. That is. That's the picture I'd paint of her. You see, for all of us, the love that we have felt over the years for mothers, from our mothers, your mom was, was no doubt awesome. I don't know all your mothers. But, but there is something that, as I look out, I, I can see that, that I can see what you're thinking. And I can see what it means. And I, and I know. But you see, the love that, that was shown to you through a mother, see, it doesn't have to end with time. It doesn't end with death. That doesn't end. You see, the sacrificial love of a mother can only be overshadowed by the sacrificial love of God. You see, a sacrificial love that sent his son to pay the price for our sins on Calvary.
That's sacrificial love, guys. That's where, that's where it comes from. You know, today our, our thoughts are on our moms, those who are present. Guys, you got your mom. You love on her. You love on her. She deserves it. And for those who have passed, and, and there's going to be a picture that comes to mind of them Be determined to love them. Be determined to love, to love your mothers. Be determined to, to give them a day, not just today, but be determined to give them a, a, a loving relationship because they deserve that. You see, when we draw the same, when we think of Jesus, though, and when we understand what sacrificial love is, and, and we each draw a picture of our mother. And we know what that picture looks like. Now I'll ask you, when you think of Jesus Christ, what kind of a picture do you draw? What kind of picture is that? Guys, I hope that the picture that you draw of Jesus Christ is one that is just as loving and is as sacrificial as the ones that you have for your mothers with that, with that kind of, of love. Today, you know, we give thanks to God for the gift of mothers. We do that. We need to do that because they are a gift. But give thanks to God for the gift of Jesus Christ in our lives. Don't forget that. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this special day. Thank you for, for our mothers for the gift that they are in our lives. For Lord, no one, no one can take the place of our mothers. But we thank you for Jesus in our lives and to know that none of this would mean anything if it wasn't for him. Father, bless each heart that's here. Let us, let us hold on to, to what we have. Let us give thanks to you in the gifts that you bring us. Father, thank you for for a creation that you made and that creation that that loved us all and that was Jesus. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Trinity Now podcast. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at trinitychurchnow.com. We hope today's sermon has touched your heart, and we hope you will join us next week for another message from God's Word.